Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Popsicle, a sweet new show where a friend and I lap up what's new in pop culture. My name is RJ from RJ's Food Rocks, and today we have a very special guest. It's a historic first guest. We have a very special guest here taking a break from educating the children of America. It's my friend, Robbie. Hi, Robbie. Hello, RJ. How are you? Today? Welcome to the live studio, Robbie. <laughs> it feels so good to be here. I know. Thank you. Thanks, Moderna and Pfizer. Pfizer. Yes. <laughs> but we are here. Robbie is here as my first uh, studio guest to talk about a uh, monumental, epic, epic topic on pop culture. Today on the Popsicle, we will be unwrapping the 2021 blockbuster Godzilla versus King Kong. Uh, which are now in theaters and it's streaming on HBO Max for a limited time. So here is your TCDE Too Cold Did Neat. King Kong clashes with Godzilla. You can be in the shot, Robbie. Oh. <laughs> yes. There you go. <laughs> okay. King Kong clashes with Godzilla as humans lure the giant ape into hollow earth to retrieve an energy source for a device to stop Godzilla's mysterious rampages. I wish I was kidding. That is the synopsis, not fan fiction. So this is the fourth film in the Legendary's uh, MonsterVerse. Godzilla, Godzilla King of Monsters, King Kong Skull Island, and now Godzilla vs. King Kong. It is also the 36th film in the Godzilla franchise, the 12th film in the King Kong franchise, and the fourth Godzilla film to be completely produced by a Hollywood studio. Um, the film stars Alexander Skarsgård, Millie Bobby Brown, Rebecca Hall, Brian Terry, Henry, Shunoguri, Isa Gonzalez, Julian, Julian Dennison, Lance Reddick, Kyle Chandler, and Demian Bashir. It is currently, in 2021, the highest grossing U.S. made film. <laughs> Crazy. And it has been get, getting a lot, uh, generally positive uh, critical response. Um, Robbie, out of all of those movies that I've mentioned, did you watch any of those movies? What were you, what was your Godzilla slash King Kong um, experience like coming into it, coming into it before watching the movie? Yeah, so I've seen all of these films. Wow, yeah, okay. and mixed feelings on all of them. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, I think, like you, I'm a Godzilla stan, mm -hmm. uh, but I would say that Kong Skull Island was probably my favorite. Wow. Starring Loki and Captain Marvel. Yeah, absolutely. So you can't go wrong. Uh, but yeah, I never really watched any of the old Godzilla films. Yeah. Uh, I've watched reviews of them. I've seen clips of them, but, uh, yeah, I know pretty much Godzilla. I mean, King Kong, I know just from the culture, but, uh, Godzilla, I feel like I knew because my brother growing up was really big into like the big, like Japanese gaiju monsters, um, like big robots, uh, type of like shows and TV shows and movies. So I would always just kind of like watch it when he would be watching it or listen to the um, the theme songs, which he did a lot. <laughs> um, so that's kind of how I absorbed Godzilla and King Kong. But let's go ahead and start talking about the movie. We're going to start with the suite or the things that we did like about this film. And um, like we've you mentioned that you are a Godzilla stan. I just definitely am more of a Godzilla stan before coming into the movie. But I will say this movie... Uh, really f honed in on King Kong's story. And this, I would say, was a King Kong movie, even though I am personally, like, a huge Godzilla fan. Um, I have such an affinity for, like, his Godzilla's, like, previous iterations. And I used to watch the cartoon, actually. There was a cartoon, oh, okay. like, in the early 2000s, I think. Um, 
So yeah, I came into it being a Godzilla fan, but I left a King Kong fan, which was very, I was very shocked at that. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. This is definitely a Kong movie yeah. featuring Godzilla, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I just felt bad for Godzilla because it was like he just felt like he was the one that they were trying to like he was the obstacle well at the same time like King Kong just wanted to be free I don't know like it was it was all messed up I think <laughs> um, from like if you're thinking about it in like a moral way like these two creatures should not have to be fighting but no godzilla is just trying to send some positive messages literally and, and you know us humans we we don't we get are, it we're terrible we we're truly terrible godzilla poor guy and he's then... literally protecting us he protected us from aliens <laughs> aliens pollution pollution nuclear radiation yeah man he does it all but yeah yeah it's Okay, well, let, let's continue with the suite. <laughs> okay, we're, what we're else still... did you... I mean, yeah, I mean, just with the, with, with the whole King Kong journey was that, like, I really was impressed that the story was very much, like, about... The narrative was about, you know, like, him trying to, like, find his way home, whatever his home was. And we did... we I think, like, the reveal of discovering Hollow Earth as, like, this is where the Titans live, like, these monsters this is their home it's you know above the or below the lower crust or whatever of the earth i don't exactly know where I don't, it is yeah i do i when we were go, when we were watching it the entire under a tunnel yes the entire time i was watching that i could only picture like in like middle school science charts would have like upper crust lower crust <laughs> core yeah where does this fit what's the temperature down there is it cold or is it hot or is but it i don't know because they cut a hole directly <laughs> through um hollow earth to shanghai or hong kong so who knows how far and they went what's in. the weather situation it was sunny i don't know yeah there Clouds. was a, i don't know what was going on yeah there, there was a sun in hollow yeah. earth what was that about i couldn't understand that but um yes i definitely fell for king kong's journey and i i think i was persuaded to kind of be a fan of yeah his. no and uh, you know just quickly about the the animation yeah. on kong his facial expressions, his eyes. Yeah. I mean, he's showing so much emotion. And like you said, these monsters are both good characters. Yeah. Uh, these are the good guys. So yeah, you do connect with Kong. I connected with Kong more so than any of the human characters. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I would say so too. Um, but was, so in Skull Island was Kong that emotive? <laughs> Yeah, you know, I will be honest with you. It's been a little while since I've watched Skull Island. Okay. But like I said, it was my favorite of the monster films on first viewing, at mm -hmm. least. Uh, but yeah, it was a similar situation where a war is breaking out and yeah. Kong is just kind of caught up in it. And he's uh... just defending his home turf. I mean, it's a similar situation where yeah. he's trying to protect Skull Island and, you know... Humans are trying to get to him. Humans are the worst. Yeah, we're, we mess up these monsters. It's... Maybe Godzilla's right. <laughs> well, and that this comes back to why we're Godzilla stands, at least myself. I mean, yeah. Godzilla is the best thing in the whole world. Yeah, if he's I, always there for us. I'm not gonna lie. If I lived in this universe and like there is a actual natural protector of our planet, yeah. I would be like, just do whatever he wants. Yeah. This is fine. Just do whatever he wants. He's probably right. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, okay, speaking of 
Godzilla and King Kong. Um, let's talk about probably the main reason why people watch this movie was because of this the fighting <laughs> sequence. At the end of the day, they don't care about King Kong story. They don't care about Hollow Earth. No. They want to see big monkey and big lizard <laughs> fight. You know all those actors you named? They're fantastic. We love all these actors, but... Who cares? <laughs> Sorry. We want them to break stuff. Yeah. Um, so I would say there are like like two main sequences. Well, three technically, because the last one is kind of like paced in like three different ways. Yeah. But well, So we start in the water. They, we start in the water as King Kong is trying to find the entrance to Hollow Earth. Um, and Godzilla... Godzilla like senses him and fights him and the way that they explained it is that because Kong is another Titan Godzilla is just like naturally wanting to fight him to show dominance basically yeah, like, like that's a, truly it's it. an alpha situation yeah so Godzilla yeah like you said he can kind of sense him through the mm -hmm. water and Kong is starting to get a little irritated yeah and then of course you have the girl that we haven't talked about yet, but the little girl who's with Kong, she notices something's up. Yeah. And that leads us into our first fight scene where, you know, Godzilla's yeah. blue fins start to yeah. light up and you know it's coming. And then, boom, first fight scene. First fight. So what do you think? Uh, who, who wins who, the fight in your opinion? I mean, and technically... Technically, Kong won because he played dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Godzilla's like, my job is done. I just killed that gorilla. But it's weird, though. Do you think he... Okay, so fast forward to the second fight. Um, okay. When it's essentially the same situation. Kong and Godzilla meet once again um, in Hong Kong. But this time, Kong has an axe that he finds from, oh, yeah, from Hollow yeah. Earth. Uh, so now he is armed. But uh, Godzilla still ends up beating him. But then he doesn't really kill him. Or he, like, wounds him enough that he knows he's weak. Yeah. Well, it goes back to that alpha situation where yeah. Godzilla is like, I just showed you who's boss. I'm about to scratch up your chest. And yeah. my job's done. I'm going to walk away. Mm -hmm. Like, you know who the boss is. Yeah. So Godzilla wins that one. And then finally, the third fight, they find out uh -oh. that the... I. Plot Robbie, twist, I, I can't even remember the name of the of the company. Axiom X Apex. <laughs> what, something like that. Something like that. Apex. Apex, Apex Cybernetics, who is like I they're like a um like an energy whatever. I don't care. Yeah. And, and they had so okay, so back up for just a second. Yeah. Do you have to watch the other Monsterverse movies? You don't have Not really. to. But Apex has one of the heads of King Ghidorah. Oh, that's I completely from forgot. Godzilla, about. King of Monsters. I completely forgot about. And this. they're up to some nefarious mm -hmm. duty here. Hi, And yeah, they're making. I will. I guess we've spoiled everything so far. Yeah. So oh, yeah. They're we... <laughs> making Mecha Godzilla. Yeah. So, um. King Ghidorah was the big bad from the King of Monsters because he was the alien who, like, he, with his psionic powers, controlled the other titans in the world to do his bidding to to destroy the world. Um, we find out that Apex has kept one of his skulls and have been using that to power up a new Godzilla, a robot Godzilla that basically follows what humans want it to do so we can... 
defeat real Godzilla. And and not rely on Godzilla anymore. There was anymore, also really. a pilot for a while where it was a, mm. a diva situation mm-hmm. where you have a pilot controlling Mecha yeah. Godzilla sitting in the skull yes. in some sort of gamer chair all hooked up to it. <laughs> in a Twitch <laughs> Twitch streamer. Yeah, uh, he's Twitch streaming. Yeah. Hey guys, welcome back to my channel. <laughs> um, but then he ends up being Mecha Godzilla by powering him up with the, I, girl, by powering him up with the energy source that they found from the Hollow Earth. Remember that? Remember the, the that energy source. The quote unquote energy <laughs> source. Um, it powers up King Ghidorah's skull to a point where now Mecha Godzilla becomes sentient. Yeah, and the pilot gets fried. And the pilot guy. gets fried, and now Mecha Godzilla has become a real creature yeah. <laughs> that they have to fight. So the little kid wakes up uh, King Kong after he's been knocked out to try and get um, them to both destroy Mecha Godzilla, and they do. Um, and that's, that's exactly how it happens. And, it's, it's over. And the they way win. that they the way that they <laughs> destroy Hong Kong was so beautiful, oh, so aesthetically pleasing. Just neon. because all the neon. Robbie famously loves the neon demon, oh so gosh. he's a big neon fan. I love anything neon. <laughs> I, I also a very big Dua Lipa fan, so yeah, that aesthetic is like it's, it's Chef's Kiss for Robbie. Yeah, it was it was truly a gorgeous city. Yeah, realized in this movie, and then the amount of destruction. I know. I remember all the uh, controversy when Man of Steel came out. They couldn't believe what Superman and Zod did to Metropolis. Well, a fake city, a fake city. <laughs> and what they've done to Hong Kong in this movie, I've never seen anything like it. And this is where uh, this is something that if you're looking for your monster film, mm-hmm. this battle in Hong Kong, it's got to be one of the best monster battles. Yeah, I've ever I would seen. say so. I mean, I haven't watched a lot. <laughs> Yeah, of the four films I've watched. <laughs> yeah, of the of the two that I've oh, actually I've seen all I've seen the three Godzillas of the three. Yeah. I mean, it's the most memorable. I mean, no, the San Francisco one was pretty good too. So yeah, well, you know, I like that one because Godzilla just seemed so large. But now we've got other titans. Okay, yes, Mecha Godzilla. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's jump right into the sticky now of this movie and the <laughs> things that we may not have liked because yes, you talked about scaling. Yeah, it, Godzilla definitely felt like he shrunk. <laughs> Whoa, yeah, and Kong, I or, mean, he got huge. Like, why yeah. is Kong roughly the same height as Godzilla? Yeah, which I mean, in the water scene, he looked so much bigger than Kong, Godzilla. Yeah, it But was then in the, in the Hong Kong scene, they looked a little bit more... It wasn't consistent. ...up to par. Yeah, so that was very fun. To, to see and notice. Um, the other thing that obviously is a big um, thing that's missing from this movie are the other Titans. Um, probably mostly because it's meant to be like, look, it's just Godzilla and Kong, you know, to focus on just the, the fight between the two. But I love Mothra so much yeah. that I wish I, I wish I had just a little taste of Mothra. Yeah, I was, I was missing Mothra big time. Can you imagine when Kong is down and out Mothra came to save Kong to save Kong and that was and that's Godzilla, the way Godzilla's like, like that like yes Mothra knows mm-hmm. Mothra mm-hmm. famously is the mother of the Titans and usually brings like fertility and 
mother of the house of titans mothra um well, yeah so i definitely did miss i did miss a little bit of the other titans well, and i was very confused by the very like the first five minutes of this movie they're oh. showing you screens of information and it made it look like all the titans died yeah which i was just pretty confused about uh don't remember if mothra's name was on there but it better not have been which is weird because on the last movie mothra lays an egg or like it was on the things in the credits that like or like the fake articles that they had like mothra laid an egg yeah um so i don't gotta make another godzilla yeah i'm sure they're gonna come back again this movie's made a lot of money like you said so far yeah it's been our first uh 2021 blockbuster so to speak so yeah. you know the you know there's more on the way i do f- wish that um because this is successful that they kind of like add a little bit more of that um through line that connects a u- a, a cinematic universe cuz now you know after marvel we have like i feel like we have bigger expectations now of what it takes to like yeah be smart and cool with a cinematic universe. And it's, it can't just be like, yeah, it's a little disjointed right now, yeah. but they're not so far in that they can't write the ship. That's they, true. They, they've got a chance to get this right. They've Kong has been amazingly realized. <laughs> yeah. And Godzilla and Kong in these films do work. Yeah. And they work well in this movie yeah. as a pair. So, you know, moving forward, I think we could have brighter days ahead. I think so too. But what about the plot? What about the plot, Robbie? How dare you ask me that question? What about the plot? There was no plot. There was too much plot and no plot at the same time. That was our biggest thing from this movie was that like it is both overwritten and underwritten at the same time. And I, I am saying that as um, stealing that comment from my husband, Adam, who said that to me. And I was like, that's good. I'm going to keep that. Um, it gets so much of the movie is over explained and over um laid out to us by like the dialogue it's literally the dialogue exposition. <laughs> it's truly just exposition yeah. it's like oh that's godzilla blah, blah 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 but like there's everything is like super explained because even like the way that okay that like we said there was a little girl that kind of was like the connection from king kong and the rest of humanity like she's the only one that understands king kong and can talk to king kong and she's um she doesn't speak she's mute um so she does sign language but like as soon as she does something in sign language a different character is like she's <laughs> she's connecting with king kong yeah girl we can see it <laughs> there was a lot of stuff where it's like you're talking too much but then also sometimes not enough because at most most a lot of time in the movie we had to pause and actually like look up well, what was they were talking a lot. They were talking a lot. But I don't know what they were talking about. Yes, exactly. I understood everything they were saying. It was laid out very plainly. <laughs> oh, this is Kong. He's going here to get this. Yeah. Like, we understand that. But there was no explanation of why. I mean, they just wanted to get these monsters to fight. But <laughs> it was, like you said, it it was simultaneously dumbed down but hard to follow. Yeah. And I just, yeah. We, I mean, we I had guess to pause, we had to look stuff up. I mean, I guess if that's, great. I guess that is a feat in making movies. So good job. <laughs> good job. I've I never guess. seen a film like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, 
we don't need to read this. I think <laughs> I think we're done with this movie. I think yeah, we've talked about yeah. what we've talked about. So to wrap up, um, uh, what you get from Godzilla versus King Kong: a lot of monster fighting, a lot of building smashing. That really is kind of like the meat and potatoes of the movie. And if you have always wondered to yourself, man, I wish I understood what King Kong felt. Hey, this is a movie <laughs> that you should watch. It's definitely fun. It doesn't get any deeper than that like king kong trying to find his home um but if you just want that same like feeling of like yeah like a fun blockbuster summary film to watch that's you know a gag and a half go ahead watch godzilla vs king kong. we had a very lovely time yeah i mean um, if you have hbo max it. or if you can get safely yes. to the cinema yeah check it out i mean you're probably not going to be disappointed you'll have a fun time yes and you'll probably forget it in a day or two so yeah. It's all good. We have a go qu- enjoy yourself. <laughs> we have a question from the audience. Yes. Hi, longtime listener, first time caller. Um, I just had a quick question. Big fan, big fan of the show. Um, if you had had to pay to see this film and it was not dropped ostensibly for free on HBO Max, would you have a different reaction to this film? Thank you so much for answering. Thank you so much, fan. I would have paid... The full Dolby, full, because i that's the only way I would have done it. That I, w- I would have wanted the full experience. Because I remember that's how we watched yes. Godzilla King, King of, of Monsters. Monsters. And it was an awesome experience. Because I was like, I want to feel shook. I want to yeah, feel literally. San Francisco uh, shake me yeah. um, uh, as it came down. So I feel like that's the only kind of like logical ex- uh, purchase I would do if if, you know. If we were in normal times and this came out last year in the summer, that's what I would have done. What yeah, this, I think this movie is getting a little bit of a pass because people like how it's been released. Uh, the It's getting generally positive reviews. Yeah, but that definitely... And that's yeah. a great question because if I paid full price and this was the movie I was going to see this year, mm, mm. but if I'm going to pay for it, like RJ said, you've got to see it in Dolby. Yeah. I mean, just for Hong Kong alone. Just for that Hong neon Kong. is going to blow your mind. Yeah. And, uh, but I do think people are being a little bit soft because you do get to watch it on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough to. But I think it's still, you know, worth watching. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, what, <laughs> what else, else are you, you doing? Yeah, it's Godzilla and Kong. That's all you it's need Godzilla to know. It's Godzilla and Kong fighting. So what else are you doing? Well, Robbie, thank you so much for joining me in this episode. And to you watching and listening at home, thank you so much for joining us in this episode of The Popsicle. If you are watching on YouTube, go ahead and comment below and let us know what you think about Godzilla vs. King Kong. And if you're listening to the podcast, make sure you leave us a rating or review. Tell me what you think of the show and what you'd like to hear more in the future. Um, just a reminder, every five episodes we do a, uh, a book episode, a book club. So our next book is What's Mine and Yours by Naima Coster. There is a link to a bookshop link um, on the episode notes uh, so you can get your own copy. You can find me at RJ Food Rocks on all of your social media and my YouTube channel, RJ's Food Rocks, premieres a new video every week. The Popsicle is part of the Ampliverse. Find all of our shows on the Ampliverse. Robbie, thank you so much for coming down to the studio and doing this episode with me. Thanks for having me. It was a blast. This has been The Popsicle. Goodbye. Discovering voices, meeting worlds, the Ampliverse.